already went, huh? <laughs> We're back. We're back. We're back. Welcome back, guys. I'm back in the laboratory. You can hear that beautiful cocktail swishing around on the old Fuentes hand there. Yeah, that's a little crown and coke. Thinks he's still in Vegas, but uh, I haven't. I haven't left Vegas mode. Welcome back. Welcome back to California, man. Thank you. Thank you. For sure. For sure. All right, guys. So this is episode six of the uh, Words Are Hard podcast. Number Thanks. Six already. Huh? Six. Lucky six. Oof. Oh wait, that's next. That's my number. Is it? Doctor Satan. Six. Six. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. Uh, out there, if there's any Jehovah Witnesses, I'm sorry. Well, let them. I don't want them listening. Are you ready for Jehovah's kidding. return? <laughs> I have a lot of Jehovah Witness friends, and I love. My, my grandma was a diehard one, man. I, I grew up with a lot of them, like in my neighborhood, because in my neighborhood you're either Catholic or Jehovah Witness. Like that's how just I guess Mexicans were. Door to door. Yeah. Right. The door to door ones got them. No, so that's uh, my grandma did, man. I loved uh, always having debates with uh, the Jehovah Witnesses I grew up with. Like I, I still remember they're one interesting girl. cats. They're interesting. Very interesting cats. They're interesting. They're very uh, as strange as they are. My grandma was pretty fucking normal. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. I mean, I don't know. I'm weird, so maybe she wasn't. <laughs> right? <laughs> maybe the jokes she told you at the table weren't that good. Maybe she was a gypsy, and that's where I get it from. Yeah, right? No, we didn't get it from Gloria. <laughs> 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 All right, I'll take a shot now. Hand <laughs> <laughs> me that bottle. No. Uh, well, no. No. The clown has no penis. Anyways. All right, guys. So on this episode... Uh, we, we are th- definitely not talking about religion. We're not talking about religion. Um, any more than we already have. That was a, that was a lot. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, Can we just bit. start over? A <laughs> little, little bit. Okay. Like that, are we like, about doing 50 Cent right Seinfeld? now? Seinfeld? Oh. No, Seinfeld. <laughs> Remember? No, I was like, oh, I no, was ready to go 50 Cent on that. You know what? Uh, just a little bit. You know what it was reminded me of is how I met your mother when Lily was pregnant oh. and her doctor told her she could have a little bit of everything. Lily Pad, yeah. She was just doing little synchronous yeah, of everything. And then Ted's like, Who, who's telling you this? Is my doctor. And she had a Russian accent. Yeah. Mm, a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah, she was like the redhead with the glasses too, huh? She mm-hmm. looked like uh, Lily Pad herself. Oh, God, that show was so good. Yeah. Damn it, Netflix for taking that off. Shitty ending. It's on Hulu. Oh, You're welcome. Better. There it is. Yeah. Yeah, the season finale was... Uh, Let down. My favorite one to this day is still uh, Parks and Rec. All the fills. All the fills in that season finale. Parks, man. Fuck. They fucking know how to do it. Man, they had some great writers, man. They had they just, just absolutely phenomenal writers. They fucking hit, man. I get past it. I don't know. A lot of people are like, oh, I'm like, just get past the first season. You don't good. even have to. I think the first season I was funny. Too. Mark, Fucking you know, Chris he set Pratt. it off. You, I think that's where you like really get to see Chris Pratt's character. He develops, Eddie Dwyer. Yeah, he develops as the character. And it's so fucking funny. And then uh, Andy Aziz. and April are fucking goals. Yeah. Mad goals. And then Aziz is great. Oh. Yeah, Aziz is fucking great from the very beginning. Episode one. Episode one where they're canvassing. Or no, it was it episode two when they're canvassing? Remember when they're canvassing? Uh, canvas. Whenever you're, ready. <laughs> Whenever you're ready. Whenever you're ready. I still can't say. Canvassing. There you go. And welcome. That word. When they're doing that word. There's a book called Webster. It's a fiction. I'm just kidding. Did you say Wobster? Wobster. <laughs> you said Wobster. Uh, because I, I was at this birthday party the weekend. All they kept playing was that Wop shit. Oh, <laughs> gross. I was like, oh, you like Sir Mix a lot, like the original Wop. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah, yeah, right? Anyways. Anyways. Canvassing. I'm going to edit that out. I don't want to hear it. I don't even want to give them that credit. No, I think yeah, I'm going to bleep it out. I'm going to no, bleep it out. I'm going to go out of my way. Bleep it out. And just bleep it out. No, leave it. Leave it. No. Leave it. It's fine. So what are uh, we uh, What are we getting into here, man? What are we just talking about? Squirrel. <laughs> oh, Andy Dwyer's character. Yeah, and, and Aziz and Sorry. Anyways, in that second episode, though, or the first episode of Parks and Rec, when they're doing that word I couldn't say, uh, they, uh, remember Mark? Out. Mark goes up to that guy and he's like, hey, uh, he goes, uh, would you be for or against a, a park? 
being built in this neighborhood. And that guy was like, oh, yeah, that'd be great for like the kids and, you know, stuff. Would you have like stuff for like kids like a swimming pool? He was like, yeah, well, that's what we're trying to do. How many kids do you have? And he was like, oh, I don't have any kids. Oh, he's the pedo. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> and, and as he's just calm, he says, oh, <laughs> <laughs> That was my favorite fucking. Oh my I was dying right there. I was like, "Oh, you got me hooked right there." That Just, was it. Yeah, that little one-liner. Yeah, my favorite at, um, April and Annie part is when she drives them all the way to the Grand Canyon. Yeah. Ugh. Fucking Phil. And then he, and then, damn. and then he, he's like, uh, "What did he confuse it with?" Oh, he's oh. like, "Where are the president's heads at?" Yeah, he's like, <laughs> "I mean, this is pretty and all day, but where are all the president's heads?" <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just- <laughs> He thought it was Jesse Mount Rushmore. Just fit his fucking <laughs> whiskey out. He thought it was Mount Rushmore. Oh, <laughs> that shit went everywhere. <laughs> it's fine. Oh, All right, man. So, yeah, today we're going to get on some murder mysteries. <laughs> I can't stop, right. man. Okay. Just, I'm sorry about my horrible laugh out there, guys. <laughs> Fuck me. That was so god awful. Sound like Peachy from Land Before Time. Uh, you guys should have seen him. He was doing the, the uh, handicap otter thing with his hands. No. <laughs> um. So. What we're doing today is going to be, uh, we're actually going to be covering the, uh, I guess, the most prolific serial killer. One of them, yeah. In uh, U.S. history. One of them, yeah. Uh, one that's kind of gone under the radar, if you ask me, right? Yeah, I mean, I didn't have any idea about it until you told me about it this morning. I just discovered him a couple of weeks ago. I was just like, no way. Like, how's this guy slithering under the radar? And the sad thing is, is once we get into it. There's nothing guys, sad about this. No, no. The sad thing about it is, is he's like he slid under the radar for us, right? And he and slid under, under the and under the radar of police. Oh, the whole nation. The whole yeah. FBI. For, he, Thirty his, years. Uh, three decades. His span. Seventy-five. From seventy-one to oh five. To oh five. Thirty-five years almost yeah. of of killing under the radar. exclusively women. This guy was a predator of women. And uh, ninety ninety three supposedly fifty confirmed. So the, the name is Samuel Little, right? Another very common name. Born so, in Georgia, because that G's silent. <laughs> Georgia. Where did I put my notepad? Oh yeah, yeah. Jesse took some notes over here. I'm just I'm just freeballing it. I mean winging it. Whoops, sorry. <laughs> well, <laughs> either way, <laughs> either way. Um, so yeah, no. So his span, uh, his murder span started in December of two thousand of nineteen seventy one, and he's last. Yeah, right. And his last uh, murder was in 2005. And they spanned all through the nation, too. Throughout, the, he went 19 states. 19 states that he committed, uh, that he had confessed to committed murder to. So, let's backtrack a little bit. Yeah, it like I said. like how, like, rural and vivid, like, his stories where he was. Yeah, killing. no, so this this asshole, uh, this asshole of the month. Um, asshole of the decade. <laughs> all right. Damn near century. Uh, Samuel Little. Uh, was committed these murders from again 71 2005 he was only convicted in uh 2014 i want to say yeah for just the three murders in california so he they asked backwards fell into his conviction so he he was getting away with every everything he did he was getting away with well, because it was a lot of like uh, prostitutes and stuff. He was doing it. Yeah, too. he so kind of. They a lot of them thought it was like ODs back in the seventies, like that. There wasn't enough evidence to really back him up, you know. Yeah. So he, um, his, uh, he he did a lot of his stuff with uh, prostitutes or 
stuff like that. He kind of preyed on victims. People that lived on the streets too. that were less likely to go to police if they got away too. or if they yeah they're and all of them. If I'm not mistaken, he strangled every single one, right? He strangled he didn't kill every way. Yeah, he he, was, he didn't stab people. He didn't shoot people. He strangled 93 God, women. I can even imagine. That's so awful. Just looking dead in the eyes doing that to someone. Yeah, Nothing. and he got and the sad thing it's so gross. If you guys get the chance, look up to some. Just Google some video on him. He happily confesses. Yeah, like he like well in that one we were watching, like he literally gets off like confessing his stories. Yeah, like, he, he it turns him on. That one, uh, what was that one uh, investigator? Investigator, or the ranger. Was, yeah, the ranger. He was like, I had to sit far away from him because I had to watch his hands. If his hands were on the table, and I was talking, he was fine. But when he started delivering his stories and the way he murdered people, his hands would slowly go under the table, and he would start ejaculating and stuff. Like so, this ugh. this this sev- this dude. Confessed to 93 murders to a, a Texas Ranger and an FBI investigator. And he did it over the span of a seven hour confession, a video confession. And the prosecutor already knew what kind of sick fuck this guy was because when he started interviewing him, he intentionally sat at a part of the table where he didn't have to see in the corner. Yeah. yeah he, he said he, he sat that way intentionally. So he didn't, cause he knew like they gave him the heads up that like, when this dude starts going into his story, he gets turned on, and the they certain didn't, parts they knew where yeah, what and, to do, and they didn't want him. They didn't want him to stop. Obviously, they're grossed out by what he's doing, but they didn't want him to stop talking they once they got to him hear, going. Like, the clear confessions. So they they once they got him going, they did not want him to stop. So they did they didn't even they just let stop him. him. They, they let him do his thing. Like they let him, they let him touch himself. Just, I just feel better for like a female investigator if she was in there, but it seems like a majority of them were all males that interviewed. Yeah, well, it seems like he doesn't have um, a lot of respect for women. Well, they said that general. too. Yeah, at the beginning of that uh, documentary, that's what they were saying. Like he uh, discriminated women pretty yeah. much. So this guy, it all started back on June seventh, nineteen ninety four. So if you guys are born on June seventh, you share a birthday with this asshole. Sorry, Sam Little. Um, born Reynolds, Georgia. Uh, shortly thereafter, his family moves to uh, Lorraine, Ohio, and he's raised by his grandma. And then this fucker gets into it pretty early in life. Uh, he is convicted uh, at 16, I believe. Yeah, at 16. Uh, he is convicted of... Um, like petty theft. Yeah, petty theft, kid, breaking right? and entering. So he ends up in juvenile hall. Um, and then... And he was also in an off the street too, right? Around 13, they said? No, he was, uh, he got, he quit junior high. That's what it was. Yeah. So this, this, he wasn't a Rhodes Scholar by any measures. Um, so he's not getting into Mensa, but this guy, uh, yeah. So he, he drops out of junior high school, starts committing petty things, ends up getting caught at 16 for, um, breaking in and notorious serial killer. You know what I mean? I'll start small petty shit. Well, not all of them. Majority. No, majority, yes. Majority. I was right away off the top of my head, Ted Bundy sticks out. Mm. Yeah. John Wayne Gacy, BTK. Ted, Ted Bundy. Fucking Ted Bundy. Math, math genius. Oh, man. Scholar, almost a damn near lawyer. Yeah. He could have been. I'm sure if he fucking wanted to. I like mean, he, he pretty much stood for himself. Yeah. In almost he, every court case, he was yeah. his own lawyer. He didn't want nobody else on his yeah, side. As you guys can tell, we're kind of into uh, like serial killers type Not stuff. Me, um, I'm a very religious saint, man. <laughs> it just it, you just <laughs> he just judges all of us. He I wa- do not judge. He, he's like Mark Wahlberg 
in uh, the Ew. other guys where he just <laughs> <laughs> where he just learns things just to mock them. Let the peacock fly, man. <laughs> he Let just he fly. watches all this murder stuff and gets and learns all these facts just so he can make fun of us for liking it. Hey Jesse, I did my first uh, test pop. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that movie's so underrated. Oh, so Other underrated. Guys. Dude. So good. So good. But yeah, remember the part where he starts doing ballet and she's just like, That's what I mean. Did yeah. you just learn? He's like watching him from like the window down the street yeah. and shit. And he's just like, I gotta go up there, man. And then his fucking dance skill is so legit. Like <laughs> And then he's like, he was like, Where'd you learn like like dance like that? He was the little uh, fairy kid growing up down the street did it so he's like what he so said you, like so nonchalant yeah, and like, then he's like so so you learned all of that ironically just to make fun of someone yeah yeah don't you <laughs> <laughs> oh my god dude that movie's so funny such uh, a good movie i uh, wish they would have made a sequel to that and not uh, uh what's the other one they made a sequel to that i didn't uh, watch it something daddy's, home. daddy's home yeah. yeah i didn't watch it it was all right i mean it was a little too too much you know i don't watch the first or the second one. Oh yeah i watched them no. They're dumb. All right. So, yeah. So, this asshole, uh, once he gets out of juvie, he, uh, he ends up actually moving to Florida uh, to live with his mom. And uh, so, now they're in Florida. And this is where he pretty much uh, first runs into the law as an adult. Right? So, they got him his little juvie record. He got a little juvenile hall. Yeah, everything's on, got on out, record for him. And then, track. at 21... He is uh, arrested and was sentenced to three years for B&E, released in 64. And then in 1982, he was arrested in Pascagoula, Mississippi. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How much is too much ground? Not enough yet. All right. <laughs> and then uh, in 64, or I'm sorry, in 62, uh, he... He's, uh, oh no, I'm sorry, I'm reading the wrong line. Uh, so yeah, he's arrested in 1982 uh, for um, the murder of a 22 year old woman named Melinda Rose Laprie, um, who had gone missing in September of that year. The way you said Laprie? Laprie, that's you mentioned that scene though in uh, Home Alone, you know, when they're kids and she's like, yeah, in Paris, they call it, you know, and she starts <laughs> explaining. <laughs> that's so sad. Exactly what you just reminded me of. Because I was, uh, Laprie? Cadence and I just watched it, so I was just thinking about that. It's uh, yeah, it reminds you. I don't even know what the hell she says. Fresh Prince just... of Bel Air. Oh yeah. When they're when they're like when uh, Will's telling Uncle Phil that his kids are uh, are rich and uh, entitled, and he's like, no, they're not, and they walk through the living room. Yeah. Uh, Hillary and Carlton arguing. It's Porsche, 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 Porsche. <laughs> Still trying to emphasize it. And shit. <laughs> they're arguing how to pronounce Porsche. <laughs> so horrible. <laughs> Sounds about white and bougie. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so so he gets arrested. This is the first time he's actually arrested as an adult um, for murder. Uh, but uh, he, he actually gets uh, acquitted. Because there wasn't enough evidence. There wasn't enough evidence. But while he's being held, uh, while in custody, he gets actually transferred uh, from uh, Mississippi over to Florida because he is wanted uh, for a missing uh, a missing girl who um, they actually found her body. So they transfer him to Florida. He stands trial for the murder of 26-year-old Patricia Ann Mount. And the reason they wanted him, uh, they're pretty sure he did it, is because she went missing, but the night before, she'd been seen with him. Uh, that trial ends up being acquitted because they didn't believe the witness there either. 
So now that's twice that this asshole. So he's already got a two for two. Is that going on? This, this is twice now that the asshole has gotten away and with murder. And they've both been acquitted. Both been acquitted. So no double jeopardy, right? Um, unless there's new hard evidence. Right, right. But yeah. Need so more this, to back up. So this, this asshole has already got two strikes and fucking walks away with him. Upon his it's release. Like a slap on the wrist. Like, hey, I'm going to go murder someone, but here's a slap on the wrist. Yeah. Yeah. So upon his release in uh, January of 84. He moves to L.A. or not to L.A. I'm sorry. He moves to California, and he he settles down in the uh, in the Cal or I'm sorry in the San Diego area, right? So Wales now he's vagina. Yeah, Wales vagina. <laughs> uh, in so this is where this this one tripped me out. I couldn't believe it. I wanted to go look at the police report. So he gets let go. Uh, he's acquitted in January of '84, right? So he's a free man. Moves to San uh, San Diego area by October of '84. This motherfucker's already arrested for kidnapping, beating, and strangling a 22-year-old named uh, Laura Bottles. Lori Bottles. Now, he, I guess he's out on bail because they didn't even specify this. But they said that while uh, a month later, literally a, or within a month of him being arrested uh, for strangling. Uh, oh, by the way, that Lorraine, uh, that Bottles chick, she actually got away. So she was one that escaped, right? Yeah, she's one of the people that have escaped this guy over the years. There's actually a handful of women that um, escaped him. So what this guy does is we haven't even talked about that. Is he exclusively strangles women? He doesn't even sexually assault most of them. He actually just gets off to the strangulation part. That's the part that turns him on the most. He in the uh, interviews that we were watching before this, they talk about. Um, how he had, he admitted to having uh, an affinity for the neck, but not a man's neck. So, and he points towards the oh, Adam's apple. Oh, because how soft it was. The Adam's apple. Right. He, yeah, he said he the Adam's apple was a turnoff for him. That's why he was literally called the choke and stroke killer. Everyone who was called? Yeah, it's right here. Let's check that out. Holy shit! I never. I must have skimmed over that. <laughs> just check that out when you're. Thinking. Oh my it's funny god! Funny how you were just talking about that, and then I just. Yeah. yeah, surface that right now. Oh wow, that's terrible. Um, that's a terrible. Well, yeah, I remember when. That is a terrible nickname. Who yeah. did that? <laughs> Some come get their man. <laughs> Who, whose man's is this? Uh, Going around calling a murderer yeah. the choke and stroke. You don't know about that choke and stroke. <laughs> I'm. Not, I can't. Uh, I can't take this right now. I'm sorry. After everything I did, all the research I did on this asshole, someone's gonna fucking name him the choke and stroke. The choke and stroke killer. I'm done. I'm fucking done with people right now. Chad, say uh, something. <laughs> Hold on. Let me grab a fucking oh drink. This is unbelievable. I cannot believe yeah, this dude who's killed 93 women and someone thought it would be like, hey, how about we just call him the choke and stroke killer? Like, fuck you. Yeah. it's uh, but Yeah. He was arrested, arrested dozens of times, man, for crimes, you know, like you said, in, including, you know, armed robbery, rape, kidnapping as he traveled across our fucking land of the nation here. Yeah, so this dude... And it was mostly like, too, they, they uh, pretty much said uh, it was all drifting through poor neighborhoods and stuff like that, yeah. like transient communities. Yeah, he um, he got away with... Um, so, yeah, I'm sorry. So let's, let's jump back. So he moves to San Diego within nine months, or within 10 months, he's arrested for strangling, beating, and kidnapping 22-year-old Laurie Barris, right? She, she got away, so they arrested him. I'm assuming he, he made bail somehow because while... Um, while on bail or yeah, while like within a month, police found him again in the backseat of his car 
with a, a completely separate woman who was uh, beaten, naked, and he had strangled her as well. But she also survived. She was, I guess he was like giving her a break before he went at it again or something like Jeez. that. Right? So within a month, they caught him again with another Some, woman. Uh, weird uh, seven uh, Dom seven. <laughs> <laughs> so, not to judge people, sorry. No, no, I came no, out very no. judgy. I apologize. Uh, if you're into stuff like that, as long as it's consensual, I don't give a fuck. Do whatever you want to each other. Craigslist. Uh, Craigslist. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, the FBI had also noted on that, like, uh, Many of his deaths of his victims uh, originally had been ruled as an overdose or accidental or unknown to causes because in other cases, the women went missing and their bodies were never found. But the case drew so little attention because, you know, poor neighborhoods, transient communities, they're not going to go looking for people like that, That's, unfortunately, which is awful. This is awful. It, it's still, it's, it's, it's awful I mean. that like, this guy got I mean, this guy got popped in 82 and that should have been a wrap. I mean, like I said, when we were over uh, at the beach over summer, man, like, you know, I see humanity, but no humans no more. Like. It's true, man. This world's just getting darker and darker. 82. That was before I was born. I think it was before you were born, right? Hell yeah. I'm not that old. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're 21, Chad. Forgot. Again. <laughs> so it's just crazy. Like, this fool just had a flood of confessions. You know what I mean? Well, so there, there's a reason behind that. So this asshole obviously didn't do this for good reason. It's because he, he got caught eventually. Right? So the San Diego thing went down. Foo strangled two women in a month, got caught both times, and only served two and a half years. Shame. Two and a half fucking years. It's a fucking shame. I I digress. Let's go on. <laughs> so he's released in February of 87, right? So in February of 1987, he's released. He's like, all right, well, I'm done with San Diego. Moves to LA, right? We we're while he lives in and around the L.A. area, he goes on to kill 10 more women. So he's finally caught. This asshole's finally actually caught. Um, but he's actually, he wasn't like legit caught caught. This fool was a, like he was a bum. And he was living like in and out of homeless shelters and stuff right, like right. that. And then in two th in September of 2012. Such a low profile. So yeah, low profile. In September of 2012, he's picked up at a homeless shelter in Louisville, Kentucky. And they extradited him to California because he's wanted for uh, narcotic charges, right? But after they tested his DNA, they tied this fool to three murders that they were like... Those are the California ones, right? Yeah. So they caught... The, they they ended up knowing for sure, for sure, that this dude killed... Um, let me get their names right here. He killed Carol Eileen Alford in July of 1987... Guadalupe Duarte Apadoca. I'm glad in, you took that one. In 1987. <laughs> and Audrey Nelson Everett in, 19, in eight, August of 1989. So all three of these women were killed and then later found on the streets of Los Angeles. So after he left San Diego, he went to LA, killed all these, killed 10 more women. These are the three that they found. They had DNA evidence to prove that he's the one that did it. They locked him up. And then... While incarcerated, um, he was sus he was suspected of other murders, so they made a deal with him. They said, look, asshole, if you confess to all the murders you've ever done, we'll put you up in an easier uh, prison, you know, a nicer prison, but you're still going to, you know, you're still here for the rest of your life. So on September of, uh, two, of September 25th, 2014, he was found guilty and sentenced to life. 
So it's done. This dude's never getting out, right? And then later on, they were just like, all right, well, we, we know you did. We think you did some of these other murders based upon DNA evidence and stuff like that. So if you confess to all your all your crimes, confess to all of them, we're going to put you up in a nicer um, prison. And it's going to be life's going to be a little bit easier on you. So he agrees. And then this is where those fucking tapes rolls out. That's it, man. They they were also saying in them too, like uh, the way he spoke about the killings. That's what they were just like ordinary events. And you know how like when we were watching, like he frequently like kept interrupting his stories with smiles and laughter. You know, like he would look like at almost the camera. Like it was like a recollection of like how, how like uh, intricate he was telling the story. You know yeah, I mean? he would look at the camera and 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 like almost like grin when he thought of something that was particularly gross. He would be like, yeah. And then uh, I just left her there with her head in the water. Right. And then he'd look at the camera. Like, like he always included the name, the streets, and like the, yeah. um, the clothing of the victims as well. Like he had, a, he has to express remorse. You know what I mean? Like, no, he didn't. Uh, he didn't express. I mean, no, I mean, he expressed no remorse. As well. None. I mean, like, yeah, he was, he, he was just, it was it like, was, a, he was almost like how fucking, he was just so like ecstatic to tell these stories. Yeah. Like, he was, he was happy to get it to, to just be able to, he was definitely like bragging. Legit no remorse, though. He was bragging. He was telling these stories. So when it's all said and done, after the confessions, he confesses to ninety-three to, to uh, strangling ninety-three women over nineteen states over that thirty-five year span. Um, now, obviously, you know he's a he's a scumbag. We can't take him at his word. So they went back and they followed Opened up, up with all these cold cases. Yeah, they start they start. He was very detailed. He has a like a, I said, very intricate the way he told the story. He he uh, he he remembered a lot for being an old fuck. Yeah, um, absolutely. For that far back too, all those years. But yeah. one of the uh, was it the ranger? The ranger said the Texas ranger that interviewed him said he he memorized everything because he he would reminisce about it and pleasure himself. Right. So that's why like that's what got him off. That's why he was able to mem- remember everything because he thought about it all the time. Like whenever he was fucking touching themselves that's like fuck i also just found this too it said uh he legit told one detective down in marion county in florida he said god put me on earth to do what i did son of a bitch fucking awful son of a bitch all right so uh upon looking up looking at his 93 uh confessions uh the fbi has confirmed that he is involved in at least 50 murders now if you just gave him credit for those 50 that still makes him the uh, largest number of any serial killer in U.S. history. So, yeah. I think, what, who's next? John Wayne Gacy with 33, right? I mean, Bundy was in the 30s, wasn't he? I think so, yeah. Bundy's one, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Gacy's were all young men, man, boys. Yeah, Gacy were yeah, men and boys, oh, yeah. It's awful. That guy... I mean, I, we would have done that guy first, but like this guy, I just stumbled upon. He was so under the radar. With yeah, that, that the thing that's why like it tricked me so much is like, how come I've never heard of this guy before? And it's because no one's heard of the guy because he he has time and time again slipped through the cracks, and pe- pretty much you know the justice system has failed these women just because they were disenfranchised. Or, you know, they were in a poor neighborhood or or they were they were women of the night, you know, stuff like that. That's that's why that's who he preyed on. So I look because, you know, how he's like <clears throat> obviously the worst one in our nation. Right. Yeah. So 
The worst one known to men, his name was Harold Shipman, a.k.a. Dr. Death, who killed 218 patients. One of his history's deadliest, or one of our history's deadliest sailor killers was a married family man who managed to squeeze in 218 credited numbers, as many as 250, while working at a uh, popular British physician. Wow. That's insane. But that's funny because when I think of that, when they say Dr. Death, I'm pretty sure they briefly talk about that on House of a Thousand Corpses when they're going through the ride at Captain Spaulding's uh, ride at the beginning now. Was he an angel of death or was he just doing it out of fun? Probably just out of fun, I'd imagine. Well, because like the, the angel of death or like Dr. Kevorkian type people who, oh, yeah, who do Kevorkian. it for like, you know, they, they believe they're putting them out of their misery, which and to a small degree, I, I agree with. But, you know. It's 2020. There's several states here now in the United States that are going to do, um, uh, what is it, an aided uh, euthanization, essentially, right? Yeah. Um, as, a, as a man in his 30s who has been diagnosed uh, with terminal cancer, I mean, stuff like that definitely comes across your mind. In the end, I don't know. It's, it, I don't know if in the end. I mean, like, yeah, you got. I forgot about Jeffrey Dahmer too. Yeah. Fuck, man. What would you do, Chad? Would you be if you had a really bad disease? Would you just be like, you know what? I'll just take me out of my misery medically. If what? Yeah, I'm trying kill to, people. Yeah, like no, 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 not kill people. <laughs> you like if you're in the hospital, right? Like the right, angel right. of death, right? He's do like Dr. Kevorkian. What he was doing, right? Is he was putting people down. Yeah. Doing God's work, man. There's states now that What's that's that? perfectly legal. It's, um, you ever watch that trailer uh, or heard of that movie? It's a Frailty or Frailty with Bill Paxton. Why does that sound familiar? I don't think I watch it, but See, I, I, I can't really. I don't want to uh, ruin it because if I kind of elaborate on it, it's going to give it away. But watch the trailer for that. In that's kind of like what we're talking about. Like he was thinks like he keeps getting woken up by God and in, in his dreams, and to like take out these bad people. But like the plot twist and the way it leaves a cliff, dude. It's it's intense. It's a good movie. I'll watch it. It's under the radar. It's a really good movie, though. What's it on? Like Hulu, Netflix? Ah, oh, shoot. I don't know. I just thought of that right now when we when you're talking about Doctor Kevorkian. Hmm. Just popped in my head. But watch that one. It's a trip. It's with Matthew McConaughey and Bill Ooh. Paxton. I like so. Matthew McConaughey. Who doesn't, right? Yeah. All right. Stewie. All right. <laughs> Stewie. Gazing confused. Remember that part Family Guy? Which one? When Stewie's talking uh, to he's he's. He says something bad about Matthew McConaughey, and they do a cutaway of him talking shit to Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> and he's like, talking oh. shit, Matthew McConaughey's like, and he says something like, oh, Sahara was a piece of shit movie. Oh. And he's <laughs> like, and he's like, yeah, man, but you know what? We traveled the world. We traveled the world, man. We, we were out there promoting that thing, India, London, you know what I mean? McConaughey's the man. <laughs> we just kept on talking when shit him to him. When him and Snoop get together, have you seen that in the car rides? No. When they smoke weed and they're in the car together? Dude, that would be Oh, my great. God. Remember those uh, Chappelle ones? Like when he would roll with like mo most deaf through like the streets yeah, and he would freestyle. freestyle. So uh, Matthew McConaughey and Snoop Dogg do that, just smoking weed and telling stories and stuff like who they smoked with. <laughs> like, it's pretty funny, man. God, I need to watch that. I don't That's watch any one. of those car things. Like uh, that guy. Um, like the car karaoke. Is an the car karaoke. Yeah. You that just drive with me. I'm a fucking car karaoke. Right. right? Like, Fuck. I'm essentially. A, I'm a jukebox, man. I'll sing everything. Those, uh, those ones with uh, what's that guy's the, the heavier set talk show host oh yeah yeah he's yeah. a british guy right yeah british guy yeah, he's yeah, funny yeah. he's in those current commercials right right no i like the guy i just have I've never watched any of those ones no no but he does those like okay. isn't that his thing mm. yeah but this one was just i don't know what it was it was just snooping uh, mcconaughey i don't even know how i stumbled across it but oh, that yeah. shit was funny do we need a reason to put those two together no no all right 
So, um, confirmed murders. Confirmed murders? Confirmed murders are, uh, that they're giving them credit for right now, is uh, Anna Stewart. And she was murdered uh, October 11th, 1981. And, uh, and that was in Cincinnati, Ohio. And then there was Mary Jo Payton. Uh, she was murdered July 3rd, uh, 1984 in Cleveland, Ohio. And then there was Carol Alford, uh, July 13th, 1987. And that was in Los Angeles. So I think these next three are the Los Angeles women. So there's Carol Alford, uh, Guadalupe uh, Aboldaca, and then Audrey Nelson. Now he's credited for uh, one of the confessions that he gave up. He was able to identify a woman uh, or at least tell them where her remains were. But they uh, weren't able to identify her. So she is listed as Jane Doe. Um, and he doesn't remember when he killed her. Um, so the murder was somewhere between the 80s and the 90s. Um, and that was done in Cincinnati, Ohio. So they were able to retrieve that young woman's body. Uh, or I shouldn't even say young woman. So this asshole uh, did not discriminate when it came to his victims. He would murder a young woman. He would murder a woman in her 60s. He did not discriminate. He just had a strange affinity for necks. And then there's Rose Evans. Uh, her her murder occurred August 24th, 1991 in Cleveland, Ohio. Um, and then uh, the last confirmed murder so far to date. Uh, Denise Christie Brothers, not to be confused with Vincent Brothers. Wait a second. <laughs> Last name sounded really yeah. funny when you said that. I was like, that's okay. a local crowd, guys. If you're not listening from Bakersfield, you're not from the Bakersfield area. Yeah, that name is infamous in our town because uh, there was a was very he notorious yeah. vice principal or a principal. Principal, I think he was right? a principal at elementary school. Uh, flew or drove to Ohio, so same area. Killed, yeah, <laughs> killed his wife, his ex-wife or estranged wife, drove back. And would have got away with it if it wasn't for insects. It was something so small. It was so something small. crazy. Yeah. It was insects in his in the rental car. It wasn't his brother. He got but his brother. But they're only in that like region. But they're only yeah. they could only they prove that he wasn't in Bakersfield because he claims he was in Bakersfield the whole weekend. But there was the insects that were caught in his grill uh, proved that he. He rented that car. It's weird how like certain insects and like that only like certain climates and stuff. Like, man, cold case is crazy. Like right? you ever watch cold case stuff like that? Like it's nuts, man. You'd be learning some stuff. Didn't though. He, he's like a I forgot who the other one was too, but something similar with him is like when they do like those cross country murders, they wear like fucking like real like uh, human like man diapers, so they don't have to stop. It's just like a straight shot. That's smart. Yeah. That's actually not that smart. There you was know, uh, that we have a, triangle with the astronauts. Yeah, that lady. Oh yeah, she she wore a diaper across. Uh, the nation like she because she went across country oh, to kill. She didn't poop yeah so she literally never got out of the car i mean i get gas I'd that poop. way she would just fuck wanted to get there and kill him and i'd then, poop in the woods that's crazy to, to hide um, a cover up a murder like you have to be fucking fully dedicated to wear a diaper to kill someone <laughs> that's madness uh, man, when i was in the hospital i i absolutely refused to, to a use a bedpan oh okay because i was there for at KMC, I was uh, like, is this both trips or just the recent one? Uh, in, general, in general, in general, in general, I've you know within the last obviously the last two years, I've had I've spent more time in the hospital than I'd ever spent in my entire life combined. Oh shit! Times ten. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
Other than you're, so you're not like Finch from American Pie. You can shit anywhere. I can shit anywhere. You know, Finch could only shit at home. Yeah, no, I can <laughs> shit anywhere. No, but I refuse to do the bedpan thing because it's disgusting. It is pretty foul. So like even, just flatten right on your butt in your butt oh, cheeks like that. Even at my worst, where I uh, I was on oxygen and I could have and I was down like fucking seventy pounds and even at my worst, I still refused to let another person wipe my ass, and I refused to fucking not be able to make it to the toilet. So I fucking, with all the strength I had, got myself to the toilet, took a shit, wiped my ass, and then and then I asked for help back to the bed. I will admit that. <laughs> I'm sure you're just weak as fuck, man. Oh, man. Down? I was so down to like, pro- dude, at my lightest, I was probably down like 170. Look, I cannot 160. Something like, like, like something no disgusting like just, that. That's just weird to think that. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not built to, I'm not built to be that size. I have long arms. I have long arms too, man. I have freaking tree, tree trunk yeah, legs. you got some fucking trunks, dude. Jesus Christ. This guy's quad is probably as big as my torso. I know you're flexing it. You can see. I ain't got to flex it, man. It's not Flex Friday. <laughs> it's All right, just so Mayhem Monday right now. Which, okay, so I, I was going to ask you this earlier. What's up? What? Because you're into murderers, as I think most people some, are. Like it, it intrigues too. you, it intrigues people, it, it intrigues the I public. Mean, we, There's we, a reason why we were just talking about on our little break right there yeah. about the Ouija board. I was just like, yeah, I just played the other night, man, at my house. Like, Stuff like that intrigues people. Serial killers yeah. are intriguing. They but, sell, they sell newspaper. Yeah, it does. It sells. Well, like, who was the first one that caught your eye? You're like, ooh, who the f- what? There's serial killers. Oh, out of the serial killers? Yeah, who was the guy? Uh, I would honestly have to go with either Dahmer because uh, the way he did his shit or there was this one. I don't remember his name name. I have to actually look it up. I want to say his serial killer name was the Green River Killer or something like that. If that makes sense. Like he was, a, it was interesting the way he killed and like how he, like they all have like a, um, like a trade. They leave like for their mark. So, you know, like yeah. it's them, like how the Zodiac left the wet the bandits. W E T. Shut up, Harry. <laughs> I couldn't wait to drop that line. You're waiting. I don't the know. Fuck, that's why you asked the question. No, it's not why. But the timing was so no, great. But you were just like, and he popped in my head. Oh. And then like four seconds later, I was just like, oh, fuck. I, was, I held it in for like four seconds. I, I was like, why does his feet keep? <laughs> got all excited. But yeah, I don't know exactly what that, what his name was. But like that, like he had like a weird trademark. I don't remember exactly what he did, but it was like. Slide, like it was always near a lake, obviously, like a river, but he like slid some like rock up in like What did the you elevator. believe it was called? The Green What? I the think th- his name's his his serial killer name's like the Green River Killer or something like that. That sounds like a like a weak ass villain. Like <laughs> something DC. My phone. Like, like the Green Hornet. DC, or something. Like no, something DC would name. Tell me my phone, let me yeah. see real quick. Let's check this out. It wouldn't be good enough for like Marvel villain name, but it would probably be like a DC villain oh, name. Oh, easily DC, bro. Easily DC. Let's see. I think it was a Green River Killer, but Dahmer was the one that stood out the most to me, man. Yeah. Oh, Gary Rid- Ridgeway? Let's see. I think for me, it was like something like the... Oh, like- I was right. Yeah, yeah. Gary uh, Leon Ridgeway, also known as a Green River Killer, is an American serial killer. He was initially convicted of 48 separate murders, uh, confessed to 71. Dude, so he would be number two then. Utah, based out of Utah. He would be number two then. He would be just behind Sam Little. I see. I knew I was right, man. That dude. That, I, oh, you know how he got caught? How do you get Ted caught? Bundy? How Ted Bundy helped catch the Green River Killer? 
Ted Bunny is known as one of the most notorious. Yeah, we all know that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, I kind of want to dig into that a little later, man. Well, yeah, you know what? That's going to be our, our next episode because you know what? I haven't even heard of him either. When did he get caught? Huh? When did he get caught? Hold on. I'm just reading on all this shit real quick. So mine, my first like, you know, type of thing that kind of drew me into like murder mystery, stuff like that. It was the Oklahoma City bombing. It just like, I just thought that was just like so crazy. Yeah. The Unabomber. Yeah. Right. Um, It it tripped me out because I was just like, why would someone do that? Like, why would someone, I was a little, little, little kid when the Oklahoma City bombing happened. And I just remember thinking, why would someone want to do that? Why would... Why would people do that? Are people capable of doing that? Like, like it didn't even comprehend to me um, why someone would want to hurt that many people. Um, and you know, being a victim of a mass shooting, it still doesn't make sense to me. Like that kind, of, that kind of uh, evil doesn't doesn't register. But I acknowledge that it's out there. I constantly um, think about things like that when I'm like working out or like when I'm out in public and I have my goddaughter with me. I'm just like. Everyone, everyone that I don't know is a predator. Like as soon as I'm out with her, it's just like armors up. Let's figure out like, you know, no one, no one gets near her. No one, she's never alone. Stuff like that. Um, because I just know that's the kind of evil that's out there. It's, you know what I mean? This fucking guy, Sam Little. This world, man. It's full of evil. This guy, Sam Little was fucking in LA up until 2000 and fucking four. What is it? Was it 14? He got picked up. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, no, fifteen wasn't it? Fifteen, fourteen, fifteen. A couple of years ago. So this fucking asshole was walking the streets of L.A., living on the streets of L.A., but you know, essentially the same thing. This guy, uh, you know, I could have walked by him. Two thousand September two thousand fourteen. Oh no, that's when he was found guilty. Uh, but yeah, man, I, mean, I could have walked by this dude. Two thousand twelve. I, I, I could have walked by this. He could have been one of the homeless dudes at Staples Center that lived by Staples Center when I, you know, go watch my Laker games and stuff like that. Damn. So. The trip, huh? I think stuff like that. Yeah. You know, his trip is um, Ted Bundy was doing his thing in Washington. On the hiking trails. And in, got caught. Yeah. Where I was living when I was born. When my, my mom and sister, my mom and her sisters were living in, in Washington. Yeah. Um, he was, uh, yeah, that's when he was doing some of his things. When it goes back and you look at the datelines or the timeline that he confesses to and all that in the mid to early eighties, my mom and her sisters were in Washington and my, and my sisters, my older sisters and older brother, I was barely born. And then shortly after I was born, we came to California. So, you know, we got the fuck out of there, but yeah, he was out there doing his fucking thing in the same area. Dude, this guy was gnarly. I'm yeah. just reading a little bit more on the Green River. We're gonna Killer. do we're gonna do an episode on the Green River Killer just, guys. Just real just real quick on it though. He he dude he is so said, this is a consolation prize for asshole of the fucking decade. Yeah, another one. It said he would also purposely uh, contaminate the crime scene with litter, gum, and cigarette butts to throw authorities off. Occasionally, he would dump the body in one place, leave it for a time, then transport it to another location to create a false trail. That's dangerous, first of all, because he could have got caught got transporting over, the body. Yeah. All right, but you know what it makes me think of. Um, the town. Oh, yeah. Remember in the town where they collect all the fucking hair from the barber shop? That's a good movie, man. And then they just leave it in one of the fucking uh, getaway cars? I like Jeremy Renner's more character in that movie more than anyone. Yeah. Jem? Jem? Is it Jim or is it Jem? Jem. It's both. Is it Pam? Pam. <laughs> Pam? 
pan or pan? We're going to take care of this now. Is it two ends? Or is the end one the end silent? <laughs> <laughs> There's no ends. Uh, no end. Yeah. Dude, this is insane. I just can't stop reading on this now. Well, that guy's uh, fucking oh, God, sucks at eating. Ah, fuck. Oh, God. Are we going to get into that? No, not right now. All right, good. Because I don't, I don't feel like doing any more research on assholes today. I'm um, good on it. I'm good on it. But yeah, so so you said yours was, mine's the uh, Oklahoma City bomber and yours was? Uh, Jeffrey Dahmer and Jeffrey then the Dahmer. Green Green River Killer, but I kind of lost sight on him. But I remember, you know, he always had caught my eye when I was younger. I have never heard of the Green River Killer. He might be a popular guy. And I've never heard of him. He was under the radar for sure. Damn it, you press play again? Uh, it did on its own. Sorry. <laughs> it did on its own. I uh, I remember to gross that. Uh, but, uh, oh, I want to talk to you about something. So uh, I figured out how to look up stats on here. So we got a download. Stats? What do you mean? From who's, who's listening to the podcast? Oh, okay. Yeah, I figured out how to do it. I've been tinkering um, the more and more. Heads up, guys. We are officially on... I just got an email right before we started recording. Oh, you're waiting to drop this on me now? No. For the viewers? No, it just, uh, I just, you know, it just came to my attention that as of this morning, the words are hard, uh, words are hard podcast is now available on iHeartRadio. What? Yeah. So we're on Apple. We're on Look, Spotify. Mom, I made it to Forbes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, we made it to Apple, which by the way, was a huge hurdle. Uh, we made it to Spotify I'm doing jumps over this bitch. And now we're on iHeartRadio. Um, Damn. so, and from my understanding, iHeartRadio is a pretty big platform as far as podcast. So, uh, I've been able to, I've been doing a lot of tinkering with, uh, the editing and stuff like that. So hopefully when you guys listen to this, we will have intro. There will be some sort of intro music. Uh, thanks to you, boy. Uh, secondly, uh, I want to give a shout out to our one and only Canadian listener. What? Yeah. Hey. We got a And I was very dismissive of them. Oh, I'm thinking about remember this Robin the, right now. Remember, remember during the uh, Jim Carrey and Adam Sandler debate. You yeah. said something about Canadians. And I just kept on being dismissive of Canadians. Yeah. Thousand apologies to Alberta. Uh, the Alberta section of the Canada. The Alberta community. Yeah. Albertanians. Albertanians. Did it ever say what part Robin was from? No, huh? And how I met your Winnipeg. mother? Winnipeg. Was it Winnipeg? I want to say yeah. she was from Winnipeg. It almost sounds like it's in Minnesota too, huh? <laughs> right. <laughs> Minnesota. Because Marshall was from Minnesota. Yeah. And then Robin and Barney technically had a family tree Relative, that way. Yeah. yeah. And Ted's from Ohio. Remember when they made all the phone calls when they found out they were getting married and yeah. they were actually might be related? Yeah. <laughs> that's a good episode. That's a lot of, of uh, How I Met Your Mother references. Uh, that's that's definitely going to be a segment because you and I are huge fans of that show. But we can do a whole thing about them and then I can go on on The Office and just tell you how great it is. One thing, I have never came across any fan that has ever found out the pineapple to this day. Do you know where the pineapple came from? What pineapple? What you <laughs> Look at the crown hitting you right now. <laughs> what you talking about? What you talking about, Willis? You don't know what I'm saying. We'll get to that, man. That's another. That's a whole another one for us. Don't worry about that. You know what? I will admit I have not rewatched How I Met Your Mother more than once. Oh, I watched it. Now, I'm going to tell you why. Twice. No, three times. Because that shit show of the last season. It, I just refuse. It's yeah. it's hard for me to get started because I know how it ends. The season And finale, I fucking season. hate. No, the whole last season's ass. Oh man, I'm telling you, I, to to me, my my opinion, obviously my opinion, but 
the fucking Parks and Rec finale is all the feels. That shit hit. No, I agree with you. It changed my mind. Changed my mind. I, I cannot think of another show that actually hits that, and portrays every character from start to finish. That has such yeah, that has such a good ending. And it's so in depth. The that fills, does such like, a good job. Yeah. Um, you know who whose ending I did like? Uh, was uh, White Collar. Did you ever see White Collar no, on the USA? No, 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 no. It's a really cool show. I like it. I like it. I like USA a lot, by the way. I watch a lot of USA shows. But it's... Um, you remember that show Nip Tuck? Of course I will show so them another show at Nip Tuck. So About good. the two plastic surgeons? Yeah, in uh, Miami? Yeah. Oh, so so they moved to Cri- LA eventually. Christian and... Uh, I forgot the other brother's name. Uh, fuck, what's the other doctor? They were so fucked up, dude. Yeah, that, was, that show was... Hey, that show would never make it in today's society. How it is now, yeah. That's got to be they HBO. Pushed the, they pushed, no, it was FX. I know, but it's got to be HBO nowadays. They pushed limits, man. Like, if, if they did that shit It'd now... It'd have to be like HBO or, show ma- or, or Showtime yeah, or some something show. like that. It, it would have to be something crazy. That show like went that, though. Man. That was a good show. They fucking went in on it, man. Yeah, I want to try to find that show now. I wonder who's yeah, who's streaming that? I'll binge that. It. I'll fucking binge that for sure. But on um, White Collar, uh, the show, the whole show was it's based on um, Catch Me If You Can oh, with uh, Tom Hanks yeah. and uh, Leo. Yeah, it's loosely based on that. So true story too. Yeah, it's a true story. God, so, that movie's fucking good, dude. So they have a show that's kind of like that that idea. It's a guy named Neil Caffrey. So it's like pretty much based off the premise of that yeah. movie. Okay. So Neil Caffrey's played by Matt Bomer, gorgeous Matt Bomer. Mm. And then Jack Nicholson now or Jack Nicholson <laughs> 1979. <laughs> and then he uh, works with the FBI, uh, but it's mostly just white collar crimes. Okay. And it, it goes on for I think like five or six seasons, and in the last season. They like tie a lot of things up, and then, uh, spoiler alert, guys, uh, he fakes his own. Death. So he fakes his own death, so he can go on. He can actually be free because they're never gonna let him off so of his like. The ending. Yay, Jesse. Yeah, he 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 works on like a work release, but they he finds out they're never gonna let him go. Like they're never gonna let him be free. He's never gonna get to see Paris again. So he He's had never, a Machiavelli so, up in this bitch. So he faked his own death. Everyone's like. And so now he can go enjoy the world as he knew it when he was an in international crime. Makes sense. Yeah, my, on a country. My favorite scene in Catch Me If I Can't or Catch Me If You Can is when he goes to that private school. Or not, he was a regular school. I'm sorry. Anybody has this old private uh, like school jacket and stuff on, and that guy that bully bumps into him in the hallway, and then he goes in the classroom acts like he's a substitute teacher and just puts that kid on blast. Yeah. Oh fuck, that scene's so good. Like, Dude, that movie's so good. Like, catch me if yeah. you can. He had him so many times too, like in plain, like literally in plain sight, yeah. like right in front of him. And he, he, just gave him got away. Yeah. <laughs> he gave him a lollipop. He gave him a lot, and he and he waited to to eat the lollipop until he figured it out. Mm-hmm. Until he caught him. Yeah, such a good fucking movie. I want to watch that too. Damn, what kinds of good movies? Yeah, all times. Like Have you ever seen? Uh, going a little dark now. Uh, Let's go. Virgin Suicides. No, I don't oh think so. Oh my! Are you serious? Virgin. Who's in it? Um, Kirsten Dunst is one of the main actri- actresses, and then uh, he was like an old, like kind of like two thousands heartthrob for the girls. Josh Hartnett, I think. Oh, I know name? Josh Hartnett. Oh, like uh, Forty Days and Forty Nights. Yeah, I know Josh Hartnett. Yeah, I fucks with he, Josh Hartnett. He's in that too, but that watch that or watch the trailer. That shit's pretty deep, dude. It's a heavy one. Huh. It's fucked up though. That's really fucked up. But it's a good one if you want to get into a little dark little, you know. Should I should I take acid before? No, no. Fuck, you get all in your feels, start crying <laughs> and shit. <laughs> you don't do that, man. You want to so be happy. We, we were just talking right now when we were eating about, uh, you know, uh, one of Chad's last adventures and <laughs> 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 and how on the social media I was uh, putting, I timed out the clips just perfectly of him talking about how he took acid, and then we just started talking about how. 
uh, I actually got uh, in a little bit of a debate with someone over acid. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a couple of uh, unrelated to the podcast because I don't think she listens to the podcast. Yeah, that's okay if they don't. But she um, she was mentioning something uh, about someone on someone on someone's birthday, and I was just like, "Oh yeah," because he was on acid. Respect. <laughs> Mad respect. And I had no problem with it, and she was just like, "Oh," and I was just like, "Yeah, I wish I should have joined him. He offered he offered me some, and I should have took <sighs> it." And she was just like. No, you shouldn't have. Around. And I was like, why not? What's wrong with the little acid? It doesn't hurt anybody. It was like a big old debate, huh? And she just, yeah, we ended up having a huge debate about the moral, moralness and this and that. And then eventually she brings God into it, fuck, right? She yeah, brings religion yeah. into it, which, listen, I'm a religious person. So I, I had no problem going back, going, going towards, or the conversation going towards that direction about how, how God, our God would respect or, or judge acid use. And I, I honestly believe he wouldn't like what, what's wrong with doing a little acid and tripping out a little bit. And you know what I mean? What expanding your receptors and expanding everything? your brain. You use more, more of your brain when you're it's on like acid. Limitless man, the movie. It's exactly like limitless. But I, I, but I told her, I was like, listen, there's two parts of, uh, you know how free and happy you feel like yeah. everything. That's why I said like that, uh, old study with MK 17, the whole, uh, Thing on depression, how much it helps it with, dude. It's crazy. Well, it, it's it's like anything. I would rather take acid the rest of my life than get him back on antidepressants. Because when I was on antidepressants, I was more depressed than I was when I was on them. They're they're dangerous. They're beyond dangerous. They're very dangerous. It's, it, it makes yeah. your insomnia. There's so much shit that comes back with the, like, so if many. If you side just effects. read the fucking side effects, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a walking example of that bullshit. That's why <laughs> I started taking acid again and stopped taking all my medicine. If you read the, if you read the side effects. It, it, fuck, it's as scary as fucking as what you're well, already facing without it. Well, like I said, when I went MIA, you know, and I yeah. got really depressed and was kind of out of it. They and then I got you know on that fifty one fifty watch and I was in the hospital for a couple of days and uh you know I got out and I had to get my head straight and evaluate and they fucking ended up trying to put me on like hydroxyzine, Xanax, Lexapro, you know, like all this shit. And I'm just like, let me uh, I'm let just me, gonna take let some me get acid. some of that Xanax. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Your boy fucks with everything, but anyways, no, I just like to me like we we got in a really intellectual debate. It was both sides were cordial. I like the girl. I, I like the girl in fine in general. You don't truly understand that perspective unless you've gone through an actual true depression and no. mental issues like that. Now no. that being the case, I, from what I know about this girl, which I'll be honest, isn't a lot, but from what I heard, which again can't be taken at a hundred percent. She used to be a partier, and now she's like a devout Christian. Yeah, but that's different. But people that party and do drugs, and then people that actually use it to like help you. Yeah, that's it's true. a huge difference. It's true. just like look at the cannabis industry now. Oh yeah, how much it helps. CBD. I got a CBD oil. That's what I mean, for everybody life. using. There's bath bombs. I got it on it now, lotions. Yes. I like, got a whole treasure trove of CBD oil. But if you, like people really want to dive into mental, you know, illness. Do your fucking research. Don't just fucking talk down. You need to take antidepressants because oh, you're just gonna go against religion. Drop some fucking acid and really Dude, help yourself, man. Listen, I, mean, I grew I grew up going to church my whole life. My whole life we went to church. I loved I loved it. I don't have anything bad to say. I never have. I don't have one bad experience about going to church as a kid. Me either. But my maybe went. my pastor was a little bit fast forward than most people. Maybe he was a, a little bit more enlightened. But I asked him as a as a kid. I, I was a big Muhammad Ali fan, huge Muhammad Ali fan. And I knew that he was um, Muslim, right? Yeah, and he truly most, stood by his beliefs. Yeah. And most Catholic Christian people 
they most churches at the time this is in the 90s guys he said that most of them believe that like other religions are false right so if you pray to allah then you're sinning right you're not going to go to heaven so as a little kid i asked my pastor right who was my pastor my whole life i asked him um what's going to happen to you know what's going to happen to muhammad ali is he going to go to heaven because he's or is he going to go to hell because he's muslim and he very calmly explained to me and in this again this is what he believed he said you know god is his allah and you know we have god and they have allah and as long as he lives well and he believes in his god then he's going to heaven too and i was just like wow that was a great answer and i was probably like eight when i asked my pastor that and that really resonated with me and that was very forward thinking of, of a of a white baptist church in two and fucking what was that like 96 97 it's been a new york minute for sure so I, that that's very res, that's resonated with me for a while. So I that's that's what I believe. I believe you know what I believe. It's actually a, a term called now. It's called ominous. It's pretty much always to heaven. So as long as you know. Oh, you, I thought it was stairway to heaven. For me. <laughs> you said that. That's also a great way. But you heard that song in reverse? No. Yeah, yeah. It like talks about like the devil and shit. Really? Yeah, yeah. They bought. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, when they wrote that backwards. They didn't just play it backwards. He actually wrote it backwards, and I'm pretty sure they bought Lester Crawley's house. You know who that is, right? The guy started all the satanic um, stuff, like yeah. Bibles and churches. Uh, they had bought his house, and they got sp- fucking spun out or took a whole bunch of loosened, like psychedelics. I can't really remember how the story goes. And that's how they came up with it? And that's how it came up, but it talks about, like, well, st- if you actually really dig deep and do research on that Stairway to Heaven song, there's so much meaning about life and heaven and hell and... But backwards, it's all to the devil instead yeah. of vice versa. How it is about stairway to heaven? Like it's a trip. I'll try to find it, but it's so hard to find these days. Yeah. Well, wh- what I what I what I ended up explaining to that girl about, and this again, this was the topic of doing drugs, right? Um, there's two ways that you think of, like you know, when, when you come up to a when you when you have to come to a decision, right? There's two there's two things that come to factor. It's like your heart and your head, right? You go with your gut. Or you go with what your brain's telling you, right? Well, your gut, I think, is like your moral compass, right? And your head is what society has told you to think, right? So society has told you that drugs are bad. But are they? Like, they're not really. They're, what What's happening when you're taking drugs, right? You're going on a personal journey, mm-hmm. right? Personal, as in you're not hurting anyone. Now, if you had to hurt someone to get there, There's a then, difference from... Yeah, recreational use actually using them for your help and your benefit like they're really i'm not and i'm not talking about do fucking cocaine or heroin i'm talking about like i personally think this is my personal opinion right if you're not hurting anyone and you didn't do anything illegal to get by it then do whatever the fuck you want to yourself that's it man that's it that's all i think about it you know right i mean like me like you know i've been nine years without a drop but i i have to because i know what can happen to me like there's a difference between alcoholic and someone that just drinks, you know? Like, yeah. I know that if I drink, I'm going to go on like a three day bender and then I'm going to disappear. And then like, you know, it just goes for me. Like if I could just go out and have a fucking drink with you and watch the game, fuck, you better believe, you know, I would like, yeah. but I can't, man. I know, I know how my body is. I know I have a true addiction and I'm a addictive personality. Like yeah. it sucks. Yeah. So 
But I don't. There's I li- mean, there's there's literally levels to this shit. Jesse. There is levels there's to fucking it. Fucking levels to this. Because technically, I I think I would consider myself an alcoholic because I can't stop drinking. Like, if you paid me a million dollars and said, "This is if as long as you never drink again a day in your life, you don't have to pay this back," I'm gonna be like, "Just keep it," because there's no way I can go what? the rest of my life without drinking. You don't think so? No, I love I love drinking. Now, do I drink very, like do I drink every day? No, not at all, not even close. How but, is Vegas? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, guys, that's uh, another reason why my voice sounds like this. Is I just came back. He from turned Vegas. into a white girl. He said it all. He was a woo girl out there. I was woo! a woo girl. Woo! Fucking bitch. Vegas. No, um, this is from. We went out Friday. Jordan, a friend of the podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Jordan and I went out Friday night. And we went pretty hard in the paint, and he was hungover all day Saturday. As he should be. Luckily, luckily for you, for myself, I guess, I still don't get hangovers, even after everything I've been through. I still don't get hangovers. L E G E N D. Legendary. Another how I met your man in the reference. Yes. So uh, I went out Saturday by myself, and uh, before you know it, it's it's five in the morning. And I remember that we sounds like a perfect <laughs> Vegas story. I remember that we have to we all agreed that we're leaving back in back to Bakersfield before uh we're trying to leave around eleven AM and I'm like, it's five AM. If I head back right now, I can get five hours of sleep and then we'll leave. So that's exactly what I did. I went back to the hotel room at five in the morning, woke up at like ten thirty, took it uh got ready and we left. And so uh yeah. Uh, and part of the reason I'm telling this story is just because Jordan put me on his Snapchat asleep in the car on the way back home. And I was just like, did you at least caption that I was out drinking till five in the fucking morning and you were asleep? And he's like, no. And I was like, oh, OK, that's kind of a dick move, but whatever. Like, just fucking show me sleep in the car like I'm supposed to, guys. I was out drinking all fucking night. What do you expect? Imagine. But whatever that. Yeah. So I was in Vegas this weekend. Pretty cool. I, got, I met uh, Terrence uh, Crawford, the uh, boxer. I have no idea who that is. You know who Terrence Crawford is? No, man. The boxer? 37 and 0? No, I don't know how 37 and 0. Oh, my God. Come on. Guy that follows so much sports don't know boxers. He, dude, he's a world champ. He's one of the I fucking know, top. Just, you know me. I mean, I love sports, but just, I don't really follow boxing too much, man. Or UFC. That's why you always fill me in and pick my fighters from oh, the gamble. Dude, you got to get into UFC. <laughs> I mean, oh, I, I love the Did you watch the fight this weekend? Uh, no, I was busy. You saw my stories. But Jesse, Chad. I was just telling my friend this. I. Chad Michael Murray. I legit you. need to go to Russia and be cloned. I need like, at least four of me, if not more, for this. How this world needs you. more. Energy and good vibes. Man. You you might have missed fight of the year. No, who? Don't say it. Figueroa oh, and Moreno. Yeah, okay, I did hear. I heard a lot about that fight actually. That was the main card, right? Yeah, that was the main card. Yeah. Those those little guys. They're so fast. One twenty five. Little guys. I don't think we're allowed Him's to say li- that. Him's a little guy. Him's it, a little guy. What is that? Oh, that's on uh, Wolf of Wall Street. He's like, I don't think we're allowed to say that no more. <laughs> they they have a little community. <laughs> <laughs> Wolf of Wall Street. It's you so know that part though. They're in the office. Like, I don't think we can say that because they have like this little community and they'll come and attacking you. <laughs> when he's hiring a midget stripper or no, the midget no, throwers. They're doing the, the midget, midget throwers. throwers. Yes. Oh. oh my God. He's like, yeah, I think you call that anymore. The little people or something like that. God. God. Dude, Wolf that movie of Wall goes. Street is 
Bob Finney Sr. just sm- snorting like Coke or crack of that hooker's butt. <laughs> it's the best. Man. Pretty sure it was Coke. I don't know. The crack made him act different. Remember when he smoked crack? And then we run like lions, tigers, and bears, Donnie. Donnie, Donnie, let's run. I want to run, Donnie. He's like, you show me your check right now. I'll fucking quit. <laughs> Dude, that movie goes. Dude, that is fucking top 20 of all time. If Wolf of Wall Street isn't in your top 20, go fuck yourself. Have you actually lived? <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, yeah, if that movie doesn't get you, dude. And then especially like, fuck, you know, what we did for a living before we got laid off thanks to Corona is we would talk to people on the phone. So like a lot of those scenes where they're fucking talking people up and down, just like, man, I wish I could fucking spit like that. Yeah. <laughs> I wish we could actually do that. Yeah, I wish All we had the, the room. CCTV cameras. Watching yeah, it. if we had the room to fucking do it, that would be fucking great. And reenact that scene where he's <laughs> selling that so guy, good, pretending man. at the same time to have sex with him. Uh, yeah, that geez. would be great. That would be great. But we would definitely get in trouble, and we'd definitely get our pink slips that day. That's all right. That's all good. Get yeah, two I checks. I can't wait to dive into some more episodes of some things, man. I got I got some ideas running through my head now. We got on Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street, man. You guys shouldn't watch. What's your favorite scene in that movie? I mean, excluding Margaret, Margot Robbie, obviously. Uh, That's every see. guy's favorite scene. I don't know. It's probably inappropriate to say on air. But Is it? I don't Is it? I don't want people judging me all weird. I'm a weirdo anyways. Let me let me get a different scene in my head because it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. That, I, I think the, the smoking crack scene might be my favorite scene. The opening scene? No, the smoking crack scene with him and Donnie. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And they're all the phone booth. Yeah. That shit's funny. And then he's just like, and he's just got one around. I like, mean, the scene with Matthew McConaughey when they're on top of the building. Yeah. And he's just doing coke. And he's doing coke. And he's doing the humming. And he's doing the. Get into too much of that. You might get fucking copyright in front of I don't even know what movie we were just talking about. <laughs> we could talk about <laughs> no, a movie, I but I got, if we get the humming down, the fucking box Actually, will catch us. That, uh, Dimitri Vegas and Like Mike actually started that shit. To, they're an EDM group. Really? Yeah. They in the eighties? Nah, man. Like, well, this, uh, that movie was based out of the eighties. Uh, yeah, but it's dude, a time Hollywood, pick. come on, Hollywood could fucking put it. You in tell me they movie. weren't humming in the eighties, dude. You I tell mean, me. Have you seen Fast and Chad Furious? Chad Michael Murray, you're telling me that people were not humming in I the eighties. Fast and the Furious, you're gonna think, tell me that some of those scenes are real? Yeah, it's one hundred. It's based on a true story. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what would Toretto do, motherfucker? <laughs> Toretto was a real man. He walked and lived. Did you just polish that bottle? Almost. And I don't drink every day. <laughs> it's it's not a full size bottle. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I think this is just a pint. I'm just getting really uncomfortable, Jesse. You know I'm sober. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, listen. Oh yeah, guys. Crown Royal. Shout out uh, our Canadian listener. And we talked about that earlier. Mm. Canada whiskey. True. Um, True. So yeah, that we we got uh, we got pretty into uh, that piece of shit Sam Little. Um, I actually like looking back. I'm looking at the uh, audio file. I can see it as I'm, and I can see my spikes where I got really angry about Samuel Little. So um, I'm guessing these topics piss me off a lot. This is our first one, guys. Uh, as far as you know, covering murder. I think we have our next one in the bag already, though. Mr. Red River Killer or Green River Killer. Green River Killer Rainbow? Yeah. <laughs> Rainbow Killer. Oh, dude, that'd be right. Rainbow River Killer. I'd be so sick. Is that a thing? I don't know. We can look know. it up. I'm sure there is, dude. It's <laughs> fucking 2020. All right. All right. So um, I think that's going to be wrapping it up. Uh, hopefully, I can figure out how to put that uh, intro music in, guys. Let's and you guys get, get to enjoy on. that. It's not that song. But I just like saying that every time because it's our dude. 
right. All right. I'll lie. That makes oh, wait. Sense. That is Marvin, right? Or is it Al? It's Marvin that sings that. I can't remember. Me either. Um, well, I got Crown Roll. I mean, what's your excuse? <clears throat> uh, lack of sleep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So that's episode five. Six. Sam Little. Episode six, man. Six, episode six. Sorry. Uh, I was looking at the number excuse five. Excuse my friend. He's a little slow. This is what happens when you have a bottle of Crown. I was looking at the number five. Anyways. Not even oh, it's four fifty-five. No, I was sense. looking at the number five. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, security episode six. Get there, man. <laughs> Sam Little, uh, serial killer. Uh, if you guys want, you can definitely look them up. Uh, we were looking at YouTube clips, so I, I just pulled up YouTube Sam Little, and there were so many videos of his actual confession. Um, be advised that it is kind of disturbing how. Yeah, nonchalant. Yeah. If you have a weak stomach, don't watch it. Yeah, he just nonchalantly, very blase, speaks about how he how he strangled these young women, or not again, not young women. He he was not discriminative. He just it was just women. Morris, man. It was just women because he's a coward. Um, but if you guys want to look up um, any clips, uh, let us know where we got things wrong. Uh, go ahead and email us at words are hard one. At gmail.com. Uh, that's the letter R, not the word R, because again, Words someone, someone beat me to it. It's fabulous ladies. <laughs> no, I don't know who beat me to the email because there was a, that the words are hard, even R and then hard was already taken as well. That's why I had to go. I feel one. Like you're rapping right there. That was good. No, I wasn't. That. It's terrible. It's amazing. It's terrible. Beautiful rapper. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So uh, tell us what how you uh, liked our first uh, murder serial killer episode. I have a couple ideas for other ones as far as um, maybe even talking about local murderers here in Bakersfield. I know a couple of my dad. Oh, <laughs> too soon. <laughs> too soon, Chad. That it was is. only 30 years ago. Yeah, um, only 21 years ago to the date. To the date? Damn near. September of 99. August 99. Oh, okay. I thought I thought you meant like literally today I'm looking at the calendar oh, like, what yeah, the man. fuck? No. Um, fucking but, asshole. Fuck rot. Man. I hope you rot. Fuck that guy. Um, but, uh, thanks for listening guys. Again, if you uh, have any suggestions, feel free to email us, follow the podcast words are hard pod, or follow the, the Instagram whenever he's ready. Words are hard <laughs> podcast. Uh, follow the Facebook page. Words are hard podcast. And, um, you know, let us know how we're doing. Uh, be sure to subscribe. If you guys like this stuff, please subscribe to us. Subscribe. Please subscribe. You know, some you, know what we, some you know what we were talking about today was the the uh, little puppet from uh, Beer Fest, oh. Mr. Popo. <laughs> Dude, Beer Fest, don't even give me. I, I was about to just start going in on quotes right there. Go in. Nah, we're good. Go in, son. Let's go back to the American and drink a Shelly Smirnoff. Sha, I grandpapa. Dude, no. Gotta stop. We gotta stop. We gotta stop. Why are we gonna stop? We'll go in. That's a movie I want to cover too. Wolf of Wall Street and Beer Fest. Can we just talk about those movies next? Yeah, we can talk about whatever we uh, want. It's our fucking podcast. Thank you, podcast. <laughs> All right, guys. So, so uh, those two movies are probably gonna come and play next one, and then we'll do another mystery or some morbid bullshit. Or no, we gotta do Aliens, man. I wanna do my Alien. I know, I know, I know. We gotta do Aliens. Fuck. I don't even need to do research. Hey, listen, guys, we're gonna do Chupacabra, but I started doing research. This cat very thin. Very thin. Yeah, you think? You know what? It's like, like a farm in Peru, <laughs> a farm in Mexico. Port- and then, farm uh, in Puerto Rico. For, yeah. And then they found 12 bodies, and they're all fucking animals with mange. So just like, like two supposedly man-made fangs or yeah, some shit like that. they're fucking... It's kind of debunked, guys. Yeah. I'm sorry. You, what did you say? There's more debunked stories than there is actual <laughs> <Yes>. debunked <laughs> stories. Yes. I was so mad. I was 
like ready to get get into it. I was about to go balls deep into chupacabra research, and then I was just like, "There's nothing here. There's there's more of like videos of it being debunked than there is of any like tangible fucking sighting." So no chupacabra episode, guys. Sorry, oh, not chupacabra. That's all right. I still got like two more things that I've already researched in the bag, but yeah, we got plenty of stuff, guys. Don't we're worry good, about we're good, man. We're good. Well, shit, this is a fun one. I like that. I liked it too, except for how like mad I got, and you can see in the lines that's me. Yeah, getting mad. It sounds like a lie detector test. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. it's like boom, boom. The program we used to record it shows like our audio file, and you can see where I just. Look how expand. low my noise is. Yeah, except for right there. But it's probably when I laughed really hard when you spit all your fucking drink <laughs> oh, at yeah, the beginning of the. Fucking... Yeah, it's right at the five minute mark too. <laughs> <laughs> Literally when you spit it all out. Yeah, so yeah, you could you could see where I pop or I get louder and stuff like that. So. Um, Sorry guys, it just like the whole thing made me mad that that this guy got away with so much for so long, man. and and the he just so slips man. right through the cracks, and no one fucking cares really. Fucking the maggot. only person that really cared was the that we saw in all of this, besides obviously the FBI and the the, the Texas Ranger, was the prosecutioner, the, and it was a woman. It was a woman DA, and she was like passionate, and she wanted to make sure that that he gets. Um, he gets convicted of every single one of them, so there's closure for all the family members. Cause That's why they're trying to close the other 43 cases right now. Yeah, because it's not about him. You know, I mean, obviously that piece of shit got got what he got out of uh, telling his story, but it's about making sure that the family members of those missing, most of them are probably missing women, um, so their families don't even know what happened, or if they're alive or dead. Right? They're presumed dead, probably. Um, so the the there was a woman prosecutor in the a lot of the videos that we saw and her goal is to make sure that this piece of shit uh is convicted of all 93 of those murders so uh, those family members or the family of those of those people lost uh are at least filled in on what what happened and, and have closure as much closure as you can get when something like this happens so uh Sorry to end the fucking podcast on that on that low note. Oh, we're good. Fuck it. Hey, happy Monday, y'all. Let's get this week going and uh, let's not let, listen to Jesse's little negativity <laughs> bullshit. Rainbows and butterflies. We love y'all. Bye.